The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the John Freakin' Muir Pod. Lace up those boots and sling on the pack for a romp through trails, short and long. With your host and Renaissance man, Doc, it's time to embrace the suck. Greetings, hikers. Of course, I'm assuming those of you who have pressed the play button on this podcast are hikers, or maybe future hikers. Or maybe you're just a sadist, tuning in to hear about the misery of others. Whatever the case, welcome. I'm John Freakin' Muir, or JFM, and this is the inaugural episode of my podcast on long-distance hiking and the poor souls who are hopelessly hooked on it. In this first mini-episode, I want to give you a sense of the ground we will cover in this pod. If you have subjected yourself to some long-distance hiking, you know that it is not as simple as driving to the trailhead and just starting to walk. There's a ton of research and preparation that goes into every long hike, from trying to assess trail conditions, getting the appropriate permit, bringing the right gear and food, determining the best way to pack that gear and food, lining up transportation to and from the trailheads, just to name a few considerations. We'll take a closer look at each of these and more. We'll also hear about some of the legendary figures from the trail from both the past and the present, with names like Josiah Whitney, Theodore Solomons, Joseph LeConte, James Hutchinson, Norman Clyde, and of course, John Muir. We'll also talk to some of the folks I've encountered on my adventures and let them tell us some of their funniest and most harrowing stories. While most of my experience has been in the Sierras, on the John Muir Trail specifically, we'll also take a dive into other long trails around the country and world. Now, every hero needs an origin story. Let's take a look at how John freaking Muir came to be. How does a city boy from Southern California's San Fernando Valley find himself on his first overnight backpacking trip at age, backpacking trip at age 47 in the summer of 2015, a trip spanning 120 miles to some of the toughest and most remote terrain on the Pacific Crest Trail, the southern half of the John Muir Trail? This was the very question I was asking myself as I collapsed into our campsite on night one. 
I was also running the figures through my head, trying to calculate how much it would cost to get hauled out of Evolution Meadow by helicopter or mule train, which would be cheaper. Nine months prior, a work colleague and I had been talking about what the next adventure should be for us. This colleague would earn the name of, trail name of Buddy that summer, and we'll hear from him in future episodes. Buddy had day-hiked Mount Whitney the previous summer, and I had run my first marathon earlier in the year. Neither of us had, any, had done any kind of uh, extended overnight backpacking before. I know I hadn't. Maybe Buddy did some Boy Scout hiking with his sons, I don't know. We'll have to ask him when he comes on the podcast. Now, after a brief discussion, we quickly decided that our jobs wouldn't allow for an extremely long hike like the PCT. No way we could take four months off, five months off, and come back and expect to be employed. But we could probably tackle the shorter Jomir Trail in two summers. We could drop into the middle of the trail and hike southbound this summer, and the following summer we would drop into the middle again, but would hike northbound. Two summers, 211 miles, the Sierras, what could possibly go wrong? Well, we scooped up another friend of ours who had earned the trail name of Chopper in a subsequent trip, started planning, secured the permit for the trip, and set out at the end of June 2015 to complete the southern half of the John Muir Trail. That trek from Florence Lake to Muir Trail Ranch down to Whitney Portal is a story for another episode. But from that trip, my obsession grew and the seeds for John freaking Muir were planted. Now, I know that none of you who are tuning in today are asking, who is John Muir? But I feel obligated to at least give a little background on my namesake and the trail named after him. Muir was born in Scotland in 1838 and was the third of eight children. He immigrated with his family to America in 1849, where they lived on a farm in Wisconsin. He went on to study botany at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, followed his brother to Ontario, Canada for a time, before returning to the U.S. and working in a wagon wheel factory, where he almost lost his vision in a factory accident. His slow recovery from this injury gave him purpose, and in 1867, he walked from Kentucky to Florida, a journey of a thousand miles, and wrote a book about that experience. After a stretch in Cuba, Muir sailed from New York to California, where he would spend the majority of his adult life. He explored Yosemite and the Sierra Nevada mountains, becoming an outspoken advocate for these beautiful places, and took on the role of preservationist. In this role, he met one of his idols, Ralph Waldo Emerson, as well as President Theodore Roosevelt. Muir went on to co-found the Sierra Club and was later dubbed the father of the national parks. Construction of the trail named after him, a 211-mile-long trail along the backbone of the High Sierra, was actually started a year after Muir's death in 1915, when the last section, which includes the very difficult Golden Staircase, was completed in 1938. America had a long-distance hiking trail in the West. The 2,200-mile Appalachian Trail had been completed the year before in 1937, and the Pacific Crest Trail, which would be officially completed in 1993, was not even an idea yet. The northern terminus of the JMT is Happy Isles in Yosemite Valley, and hikers pass through three national parks on their way to the southern terminus at the top of the tallest mountain in the lower 48, Mount Whitney. During those 211 miles, hikers will spend a lot of their time above 10,000 feet, and will cross no fewer than six passes above 11,000 feet. So, there you have it. That's it. Episode 1 is in the books. We will get into the nitty-gritty of the details of planning and gear in future episodes, and we'll make sure to to hear from Buddy, Chopper, Jukebox, BA, and others. Thank you for tuning in, and always remember, the trail is the trail. 
Doesn't care if you want to go downhill. Doesn't care if it's almost dark and you're looking for a campsite. The trail is the trail. Embrace the suck. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like my creativity has raised to another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Hikers and sadists, if you're also looking for a great sports podcast, give the Commuters Pod a try. It's three guys with very different opinions, giving their takes on a wide array of college and professional sports. Tune into the Commuters Pod and give it a shot. And keep hiking.